Good morning. A good snowy morning, depending on where you are. Gail and Company live on this Friday morning. The Friday Fun Bunch is partially here. Our resident flick chick, Kitty Ray, has checked in. Hey, I just made it. You just made it. I just just made made it. it. The traffic in and around the Concord area is bizarre this morning. You think people had never seen snow. And uh, Andrew Gibson, our esteemed producer, was telling me, uh, he lives a little bit south of here. And Andrew, you were telling me that uh, where you started from this morning, it was frozen rain. Yep, just a little bit of light freezing rain. And then the second I hit Concord, it was surprise snow. There you go. So, yeah, yeah. very interesting. It, it, it makes a difference, I guess. Just a few miles makes a, a big difference. So. It really does. And I, th- and I think the timing of when you're on the roads also. I mean, I just arrived like two minutes ago. You did. Ago, I can attest to that. And I'm. this is, I think, the worst snow morning since this whole winter the roads were in in fact some of my family used to say the roads were greasy greasy yeah and i'm yeah. like what the heck does that mean i th- i out loud said boy these are pretty greasy yeah. to myself as i was driving in truly i was going very slow the traffic was really slow yeah, that's, there was a runner running and crossing the highway and I had to put my brakes on. Not fast. I was. I'm a pumper. I like to pump them. I like yep. to make sure. Yeah. I slid. And really? While well, you my were pumping your kinda, brakes. My yeah. stomach kind of flipped a little bit because within seconds, uh, that runner and I might have been a little closer, and that mm. was scary. So it was. be careful. They are no, greasy it, out there. It wouldn't have been me out running. That that is for sure. Well, uh, I I never take that risk. <laughs> oh, you're afraid? <laughs> I'm just afraid my knees will give out. Oh, that would be risk. a beautiful day oh. to run, but you know. I don't think today's a beautiful running. run. It's not a beautiful running day. That, no. that is for sure. Not right now. Unless you have snowshoes or something. At like least that. in this part of Concord, there may be other areas, like maybe where Andrew just came from, or other places north or wherever. But no. not well, right here in this no. area. Andrew came from the south, and uh, you know, just like Andrew Jackson. Uh, Andrew Gibson came from the south. Took the but, south. Uh, at any rate, he uh, ran into snow as as he just crossed into Concord. So there's a there's a fine line of where the snow is and where the frozen rain is. I would prefer actually, I think, snow to freezing rain. To tell you the truth, oh, definitely. Uh, but uh, it was a little, as you said, greasy out there this morning. So be careful. You know, if you're a few minutes late, and uh, you know, I appreciate the fact that Andrew was. Andrew was concerned that I uh, I might not be okay. He ca- he called you. He called me. Oh, that and was very I was, nice. I was just out in front of Concord High School at the time, almost here. But uh, I, I appreciate the concern because I was running uh, a little bit late. I bet everybody's running a little bit late around the Concord area this morning uh, because of this uh, the snow, it, which but you know didn't really and won't amount to much. Only a couple of inches, maybe, but just enough to gum up the works a little bit. And sometimes that's all it takes. Maybe that's Mother Nature's way of saying, all right, folks, slow down. Take it slow. Maybe so. Might be. uh, It's a good point. Hey, like you always say, Ken, look on the bright side of life. I do say that. Okay. I do say that. And uh, the bright side is, guess what? What? Spring training games begin today for the Red Sox. Oh, my God. No way. Truly. Now, what's the name of the park that... 
I know they're in Fort Myers. JetBlue Park. JetBlue? Yep, in Fort Myers, Florida. Beautiful facility. Yeah, you've been there. Yeah, once. Uh, yep, and uh, and they are and the game you went to. Yes. At JetBlue Park was the same matchup as it is today. It's the uh, Boston Red Sox and the Huskies of Northeastern University. Oh, jeez. So uh, once a year, the college kids get an opportunity to play the big league guys. That's right. And we'll see how many big leaguers are actually in the lineup for the Red Sox today. Or actually, how many big leader, uh, big leaguers they really have on the roster itself. But uh, that's a, another story for another day. <laughs> hey, Ken, yes, do but, you remember but it, when it's I going to be was... spring soon. It will. Yeah. So that's why we're counting down the days. Or yeah. spring training days, anyway. Uh, that The time I went to that game, yes. I was amazed. I had never been to a pre-season yeah. game. Exhibition. Exhibition yeah. game. Yeah. So I, where they go for spring training. Yeah. I was amazed how small. I, I, I mean, <clears throat> I guess I expected, you know, I've been to Fenway, I've been to Camden Yards in Baltimore, I've been to the... Yankee w- Stadium. Yes, but in California, where the Angels yeah, play, yeah. with my son Chad, when Chad was living in California. Yeah. But I, I guess I expected something much larger, and when I pulled in, it was like almost like I was driving in the field by Lancaster Fair, you know, like you park <laughs> right, in the grass right, area. Right, yep. I was just amazed by it, but then when I got into the park as a, you know, a new person, newbie going into the rookie, that's it, yep. I was a rookie. You was a rookie. I was you a rookie. You were a rookie going into uh, JetBlue Park. But they do have it like Fenway. It's an exact, it except is. for the seating areas, Correct. which are much better than Fenway, uh, a lot smaller <laughs> than Fenway, but the park... Uh, is an, an exact, the field itself is Looks, an exact replica of it Fenway is, Park. And I, that amazed me. And then <clears throat> I loved the uh, up close and personal seat. You know, it's not a huge stadium yeah. and or a park, if that's the appropriate yeah. one. But what else? I'm there. I was by myself. I'm watching the game, people having fun around me. These people next to me, we get talking. Where are they from? They're from New Hampshire. They bought me this big, tall, blue drink. I have not a clue what it was, but I know it had alcohol in it. But just the, like, I felt like so at home at a Red Sox game. But I was in Florida. But it was a lot nicer weather than uh, for most Red Sox games, as I recall. And the price of the ticket was much cheaper. That is true. That is true. Especially when they play Northeastern. Now, tomorrow... Uh, Red Sox will go to Ed Smith Field in Sarasota, Florida, and they will uh, take on the Baltimore Orioles. I was going to say, that's where the O's. Uh, a team that I think, here's my prediction right now. Do you want to hear a bold prediction? Do you maybe want me to write not, this down? It, I have a pen. Maybe it's not so bold, but I maybe uh, maybe it'll be a curse on the birds. I don't know. <laughs> don't do but it. I, th- I think the Orioles are going to win the American League East this year. Really? Not such a bold prediction because I think they won it last year. But I think most people thought it was a fluke last year because the Red Sox were so bad and the Yankees were so bad. Uh, yeah. And, you know, it was just kind of a bad year for both of those perennial teams that are atop the division. And the Yankees finished fourth and the Red Sox finished dead last. Wow. Uh, but I think the Baltimore Orioles will prevail uh, once again. They have a great uh, group of young, talented players, and they've added to their pitching staff in the offseason. And I think Baltimore is the team to beat uh, in the American League East. And this it year. wasn't that long ago that they were down at the bottom. 
That's very true. Right? And, and really, rock bottom. Yeah. Rock bottom. Yes. Not even close. So, yeah, things have changed for the uh, Baltimore Orioles. Anyway, uh, that's that's the baseball stuff. So today's the opening day. Opening day for the Red Sox. There was one exhibition game yesterday in Arizona, and the Dodgers beat the San Diego Padres 14-1 to was the final in that one. Now, can you tell me you are in a baseball fantasy league? Fantasy yes, I have league. I have, you know what, being a football person. Yeah. I, and having, as you know, I've talked about it on the radio here, uh, I love football, fantasy football, it's all for bragging rights, no money involved. I just don't know if I could commit myself to baseball season, because there's a lot of games. 162 for each Oh my gosh. So you're, do you... Um, I, I just want I just it makes it easier to follow if you have a, a fantasy team you know because you follow you're, what to follow the game itself I mean uh, you, you almost have you go to, to follow. first base you go to second base <laughs> <laughs> your goal is to hit no, home but plate. I mean what's happening in the, in the uh, other than the Red Sox what's happening because I have a feeling it's not going to be a great year for the Red Sox and so uh, you know at least I can root for my fantasy team. Uh, to do Which well. will comprise of many teams, many Correct. games Correct. to follow. I have a lot of Phillies. I think uh, I have more Phillies than any any other team hmm. uh, represented. National League? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? These days, these days, I mean, they call them the American right. League. They call it the National League. But pretty much it's all one league these days because there's so much interleague play. Right. And uh, so it might as well be just one league. They, it, yeah. they Major League Baseball, I mean, it's like, you know, like saying in other sports, they have the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference and whatever, like NBA, NHL. But they might as well just call it, you know, uh, you know, Major League Hockey. Baseball with the American Conference and the National Conference yeah. or whatever. You know, because they, they intertwine so much these days. Wow. Now, more than ever before. And I'm not sure it's such a good thing. Because I would rather see the Red Sox play their traditional rivals more, like the Yankees, the Yankees like the Orioles, yes. you, know, you know, like the Detroit Tigers. Uh, teams that, you know, you've been following uh, for years. Do they get points if they play uh, someone outside of their division? No. It all counts okay. the same. All right. It all counts the same. All right. Yep. All right. We'll talk a little bit uh, maybe about football in the next uh, segment. Who knows? Yay. Kitty Ray is here, our resident flick chick. Tom Raffio on his way. He's on, as they say, as he says, Havana time. And we don't mean Cuba. Ooh. His beautiful granddaughter. Kale and Company Live, presented by Northeast Delta Dental, with individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at DeltaDentalCoversMe.com. Back with more terrific excitement right <laughs> after these words on WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com. Stand by. Welcome back, Kale and Company Live here. Friday Fun Bunch of Speaking of fun, Tom Brady. He's a fun guy. He is. He'll be working for Fox when the football season gets underway, doing analysis in the booth. Tom Brady knows Bill Belichick as well as anyone, and he simply can't see his former head coach retiring before getting another job. 
Uh, Belichick and the Patriots, of course, parted ways January 11th, and since then, the soon-to-be 72-year-old has interviewed with just one team, and that's the Atlanta Falcons, who filled their head coaching vacancy with Raheem Morris. And Belichick reportedly is not, I say, is not a serious contender to become the head coach of either the Seattle Seahawks or the Washington Commanders. So there you go. So what happens if Belichick isn't hired this offseason? Could he retire? Or will he focus on landing a head coaching job next year? Brady was asked that question during an appearance on uh, The Herd with Colin Cowherd on uh, FS1. Uh, Brady said, I think the fire burns with him. He said, maybe he meant within him. uh, Because he loves the sport. He loves the preparation. He's been doing it for decades, and in my mind, Tom Brady's mind, there is nobody better than him at it. So whoever gets him at some point is going to have, in my opinion, the greatest coach ever. And I know he's as competitive as can be, and he wants to be out there winning football games as a coach, end quote. From mm. Tom Brady. Wow, wow. Yeah. Ken, what was, um, you were telling me recently about that um, show on TV yeah. that Tom is doing. What's the name? I can't even think of the name of it, that he's talking about Belichick. Yeah. Uh, what, what is that? It's on some streaming? Uh, I'm trying to think. It, it's, yeah, a it's a show on pocket. Apple TV. Apple, Apple. okay. Yeah, it's, I, don't, I don't know how much. Uh, it's about the Patriots dynasty. Okay, that's it. The dynasty, uh, but he, he it, the people are telling me, or the the buzzes that he doesn't speak highly of Belichick. That's and true. He's the reason that's he left. That's true. Uh, that's he uh, is that seems Bill to was be, the reason that Tom decided to leave. That seems to be the general consensus. I have not seen any of it as yet. It's on uh, Apple TV. Yeah, I, I think I get it. I'm not sure. Uh, there are so many subscription services I know. out there these days. But, yeah, apparently the consensus is it makes, uh, in, in a nutshell, makes Bill look like the bad guy. Right, That's, right. And so what you just read, it made me yeah. think as you were reading that, I yeah. mean, both Tom and Bill are, are gentlemen. I mean, they are. And they are, I think, one of the best in their field of what yeah. they do. They had a great connection. Yeah, yeah, I do think after a while, you know, you kind of get set in your ways and, yeah. you know, uh, but. Um, you know, no, as you know, no matter what endeavor it is, there will always be disagreements. Correct. No matter what it is, whether mm-hmm. it's in the sports field, whether it's in, uh, you know, business of other kinds, yes. uh, your personal life, there are always going to be times when people don't get along. Correct. Yeah, Where's, of course we, it's more publicized when it's in right. you know, a high-profile sport. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and and that, that's true. That's true. And but you know you hear it all the time, and I think we'll always hear it. Why did they leave? Was it because Tom wanted to be the boss, or was it you know yep. were they going to make it? Did Bill get upset because everyone thought it was Brady it, and not him? And can it just be a chemistry? Can't it be just the combination? And I to think, me, I think that's what it was. Part of it was Tom was looking for a bigger payday because he had played. Uh, I mean, he was not. I mean, despite the fact that he won six Super Bowls for the Patriots or helped them win six Super Bowls, he was not one of the top paid no. quarterbacks. In fact, Way down. Uh, among the lower tier of uh, quarterbacks in terms of salary. 
right. in the NFL, despite the fact that he was the best. He was not paid the best by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. And that's why he wanted to help the Patriots acquire other players with salary they might have paid him. Right. Yeah. But so that kind of sounds like, though, that was Tom's choice, though. Well, it, it was. I mean, it was his idea to take a, less, a lesser salary. But then I guess as the years went by and he didn't see those additions uh, oh, to, to the roster yeah. and they weren't spending them on uh, yeah. anybody else and they weren't spending it on him. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that was his frustration. Right. I mean, if they had gone out and signed some big name, talented free agents to put around him, mm-hmm. then it was only after he left that they started to spend crazy money yeah. on players that didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Money they could have spent to perhaps keep Tom Brady for his entire career as a Patriot. Right. As we know, mm. first year he left, he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, for another team. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But anyway, we'll see how it plays out with Bill Belichick. I think he will return. He might. It might be a mm. scenario where, you know, there are many coaches that are fired uh, during the season in the National Football League, so he might, uh, you know, be, uh, you know, called upon to take over for one of those coaches who gets fired right. four or five games into the season or whatever. Right. We'll see. But there's still a couple of openings, Washington and Seattle. I, wait a minute. Well, I thought the commanders had already taken uh, you, someone. You know what? I think you're right. I, I think, thought they yeah. already took someone. I think they did. Because I, I was disappointed right. because that was the location yep. that I was really hoping Belichick would go because, yep. as you know, I go down in that area and yep. I uh, have been to many of the Commander games but yep. when they were the Redskins and would still go as my grandchildren lived down there and it's one of my favorite places to go. So I was hoping I could see Belichick uh, leading that team because I think that could be, you know, he could make a big difference for them because Washington yep. needs to have... Um, yeah. A championship Dan, Dan Quinn took over for he Washington. Did, yes, right? so I believe Seattle now is the only team. Dan Quinn uh, took over. He is the coach. Uh, he was the coach of the Atlanta Falcons when the Patriots staged their dramatic come from behind Super Bowl victory. Remember their trail twenty eight to three. The Patriots trail the Falcons twenty eight to three. Yes, at halftime of that game, and. Uh, then the Patriots came storming back to win it in overtime, which at the time uh, was the only overtime game in Super Bowl history until this past one. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Yes. When Kansas Who City Who played in this line? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Who played in it? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was uh, Kansas City and San Francisco playing again <laughs> as, as they did in 2020, <clears throat> played to the same result. Kansas City came from behind again as they did in 2020. Against San Francisco. That time, San Francisco had uh, Jimmy Garoppolo at, uh, at quarterback. This time around, it was Brock Purdy, but it didn't matter. Uh, Kansas City came back again, as we know, to beat San Francisco. You know, if Tom was here... He'd be, I, I know he'd be singing you know Kansas it. City. You know, I'm kind of just Wilbert like... The Wilbert Harrison classic. Yes. Yep. Yes, for sure. Well, Kitty Ray is our resident flick chick, and I know this week you went to the the wonderful Red River Theater on uh, Main Street. I did. In downtown Concord and uh, saw 
some of the action shorts yes. that are up for Academy Awards. I did. And in fact, you know, the Academy Awards are coming right up March 10th. Two weeks from this uh, Sunday. March 10th. A lot is happening on March 10th. You know, that's the day of the Chad hockey game, too. Oh, that's right. My, yes. this, that Police versus be, fire. Yes. yes. You know, I'm wearing blue. Well, not yeah. at this moment, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, not that you have anything against firemen. No, but, no, no but, firemen have been. Uh, yeah. Well, anyways, I won't go there. <laughs> but um, yeah, the Academy Awards is on the tenth. Yeah. And um, before then, though, Ken is uh, this coming Sunday is the uh, SAG Awards. Oh my goodness! Yeah, the Screen I Actors can't keep up with all yeah, the uh, so award many. shows this time of <clears throat> year. And then they already had the People's. Choice Awards, and I think yeah. uh, Barbie, I haven't really followed those, but Barbie really cleaned she, up. She did, but then there was the British Awards, and Oppenheimer cleaned up on that one. I think things are swaying more, even more toward Oppenheimer. I can't see, I mean, regardless of what the, the people say, and, you know, I, uh, I can't see... Barbie beating out no. Oppenheimer at the Academy I, Awards. You know, it's kind of what Kyle Heavey the other day on, well, Monday when we had that Happy Monday. Yes, <laughs> it was a Happy Monday. Yeah, yes. and Kyle mentioned about uh, the the Chiefs and San Francisco that even though you kind of want San Francisco to win, it's kind of hard to bet against, bet against the Chiefs. Well, it's kind of like this. You kind of yeah. want something other than Oppenheimer to win, but it's kind of hard to bet against them. It is. It but is. yeah, if if Tom's not here, I'm gonna get to Babylon more after. All right. <laughs> we'll see if we return to Babylon. Yes. Now here on WKXL NHTalkRadio.com, Kale and Company Live Friday Fun Bunch. We will return. Drive carefully on this uh, greasy Friday morning. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Friday Fun Bunch, Kale and Company Live, WKXL. And Tom Raffio is in the house, president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental. And, you know, I, I think uh, this morning uh, was the, the 23rd of February, the worst commuting morning of the winter so far. Absolutely. Took me twice as long to get here, but I'm happy to hear. And plus, I wanted to give Kitty <laughs> the opportunity to dominate two segments because I get a lot to talk about, Ken. Well, Tom, I know you always do. It's always informative, always entertaining. Uh, and uh, so, you know what? Go without for any, it. Without Babylon. any further ado. Babylon. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start, let's start with the fun stuff. So yes. tomorrow... At 10 o'clock in Franklin at Prospect Acres, we have the Snow or No We Go snowshoe race. Um, Steve Nelson's group um, coordinates this one with Ellen, my wife, and they say that there's enough snow in Franklin, so most everybody will, will be wearing snowshoes. There is same-day registration, and I do bring a bucket of snowshoes for people that don't have snowshoes. Oh, nice. Okay. So that works so well so people don't have to run out. So that's in Franklin tomorrow. Tomorrow at 10. So that's what's going on there. 
And then Sunday, a bunch of us are going up to the Auto Road, Mount Washington, uh, which you've been there, right? Yes. Mount Washington yes, Road Race, yeah. because this particular race, which starts around 10, there are different uh, segments to it, but it's a combination of some people can snowshoe up uh, the Auto Road, some people can do a, a fat bike up the Auto Road, and you go halfway up. So that's, uh, they call it uh, race to the clouds or something like that. So basically... Delta Dental is the uh, the major sponsor of that. So I th- so I will be doing the snowshoe race in Franklin tomorrow. Ellen's gonna be doing both because I think I'm gonna sit out uh, snowshoeing up the auto road. You think that's uh, a good decision? Uh, I think that's a very good decision. And I have a dumb question here. Sure. Does the co- I know they did a, a rescue for a, a lost hiker who was in severe trouble last weekend, and they sent the Cog Railway up the up to Mount Washington up the, to the summit. But does the Cog Railway run during the winter normally? Not normally. Not normally. Ooh, okay, yeah. just done it for emergency situations like that. Yeah. And uh, speaking of the Cog, we are, um, after the June road foot race up Mount Washington, we are doing the uh, the race to the Cog again. And you guys hopefully yes. can join us. And I go hope up, so. Go up I the Cog. And of course, forward to it. that race goes up the other side of Mount Washington, so it's shorter but more technical you know rocky steeper whatever yeah but um this sunday is a not routine but it's a using the regular auto road you can either go up with your snowshoes or your your fat bike so it's kind of a kind of a fun thing it does draw some elite athletes um the one thing that athletes have to realize is once the, the race ends when you're about halfway up um, the auto road, but you do have to find your own way back down. Ah, okay. So sometimes that's a bummer for, you know, because you basically spend yourself getting there, and then it's like, oh, my God, I have to get back down. But anyway, so that's what's going on this weekend. And then on the work front, um, today at 11, um, I'm going to be with the community loan fund. So Delta Dental made a uh, significant investment in the community loan fund and uh, basically as people may know it allows uh, homeowners to um, get houses more uh, efficiently Mm -hmm. or more affordable so uh, we're doing our part on the uh, affordable housing front and so I'll be meeting the community loan fund people at 11 o'clock here right here in Concord hopefully uh, the rain won't deter the photographer, but that's at, uh, that's at today at 11. And then for my veterans friends, um, I met with the Veterans Affairs group um, this week, and we continue to promote the fact that um, you may be eligible to go to the VA if you're fully disabled or if you're a POW. Um, you may be eligible for Medicaid. There's about 385 of you that are. But failing those two, um, if you don't have any other insurance, you can call me directly at 223-1300, and Dr. Mitch Carre will talk with you. And if you are a veteran and don't have this other coverage, um, the Delta Dental Board has been very generous, um, allocating about $300,000 for this. And then on the, me- and then on the Medicaid front, um, we have uh, really continued the full court press. We have got 160 providers in the network. We continue the mobile dental clinic strategy. And believe it or not, there are still 90,000 adults who are eligible. Uh, Many of these people, some of these people that I've met, you know, at mobile dental clinics haven't been to the dentist before. So it's been very enriching Mm -hmm. 
from a mission uh, perspective. So beyond my radio work, Kitty, <laughs> I do yeah. do my real job. And we <laughs> and thank you for yeah, that, you Tom. do it well, and you've I, been doing it for a long time. I try. I, yeah. yeah, since I, I, I just it kind of dawned on me, I've been, do, I've been CEO since 1995. Wow. So it's getting up That's to... That's almost uh, 30 years. 30 years. And wow. A year or two. It's amazing, but time flies when time you Time flies. Fun. Well, as you know, so how was your birthday last it week? It was wonderful. I had a great time with the uh, family, and uh, it was terrific. And you know what? You saw a basketball game. Uh, well, my grandson Phil's basketball game right. in Peabody, Mass. And it's funny because uh, that I was there on, on you know, uh, many years later after I was born. And the first place, I was born in Salem, Mass. But first home I went back to was in Peabody, where my parents lived at the time, in Peabody, wow. Mass. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. But uh, my, uh, my grandson, uh, well, I thought he played a good game. Naturally, I'm a little biased, uh, but uh, his team lost. They gave it their best shot, but they lost on the and road. And does he have people. fun? He loves it. Then, he loves then it. That's, then that's then that's we went back. 90% of the battle. Right then there. we had a great Mexican meal uh, in oh. downtown Melrose. Yes, Melrose, Mass. has Mexican restaurants. It's hard to believe. How did you rate it, Kitty? Um, oh, gosh. Boxes of popcorn? Yeah. <laughs> Four. Four. Okay, well, that's good. No, it was really good. Good. And I, w- I would say a five, what I had. Oh, I, you enjoyed I it. I really good. did. I had a chicken, steak, and shrimp uh, fajita, which was uh, terrific. And, and you know, most people, I will say most people, when they get, uh, you know, a fajita, they put it in the tortilla shells right. and, and do it that way. I don't. I don't. I just leave it on the plate, put the salsa over it, and eat it that way. He's not a shell guy, I guess. No. No, you know, it's more like a stir fry. I mean, it's like yeah. you ought to just say, Could I have that stir fry? Yeah. They always <laughs> bring it, out they always the bring out the tortillas, shells. but uh, yeah. I never use them. But I do like, you know, the refried beans and, and the rice and all the other stuff that go with it. I just don't like putting them in the tortilla. First of all, I'm not good at it. And and first <laughs> and secondly, I, I think it takes away. I mean, I want to taste the steak. I want to taste the chicken. I don't want to taste the tortilla necessarily. That's a good point. Yeah. But that's the reason why I also usually go shellless because... You I go have, shellless as well. Yeah, because I have the same problem, not necessarily wanting the additional taste, but doing it neatly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, true. It is. Yeah. It's, it's a tough thing. It Really, it is. Okay. I, I mean, <laughs> love a good crispy taco shell. Okay. I do. You but know, but you like it when kind. it's like pre-stuffed, though. Huh? Yeah. When it, when you don't you do you put the stuff in it yes. yourself? You yes. do. Yeah, because okay. I like okay. raw onions. I like to okay. have stuff. Right. I, so I want. I don't like fried beans and stuff. It's just like a filler. It's like, come on, give me well, the chicken. Well, I like it along with like the fajita when I don't have it in a shell because mm-hmm. I never have it in uh, yeah. the tortilla. No, I never do. Gosh, now I want to eat my donuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, the Mexican donuts. thank you for going back to full-size donuts. I mean, we're... The employees oh, well, and I were a little disappointed well, last Friday I with the mini. Out of my control. Well, these full-size donuts have <laughs> making me a full-size something because I these, literally have to run this, to this work. Could, this could this could feed an army. It could. These donuts. Yes. Yeah, a small army, anyway. But at any rate, uh, the big donuts are back, and uh, I, I I don't know the difference. I know Andrew. Uh, I asked him a few weeks ago what what he likes. He said Boston cream. And I thought it was appropriate because he's in a show in Boston. 
Uh, and uh, But today they had no Boston cream. Mm. They had Bavarian cream instead of Boston cream. Andrew, Andrew, have you test, tasted the uh, donuts yet? Honestly, it's fantastic. Oh, wow. is it better than Boston cream? I might actually say so. Yes. Oh so I wow. bet you the Bavarian cream is that white something more fluffy, white? and the Boston cream has more of like a custard. I'm guessing type of what, thing. Is the, is the color pretty much the same? It's yeah. pretty much the same. But yeah. it's a consistency? Yeah, pretty much. Oh. Yeah. Are you going to save half of it for your pre, pre-show uh, meal? Uh, that might not be good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so. Hey, Tom, Tom, last Saturday was Andrew's birthday. Oh. We didn't even know that. Oh, happy birthday, belatedly. Well, thank you. Yeah, so it's... And you're doing a great job producing this show. I'm doing the best I can. Including yeah, getting us to be on time, because so, we gotta, we got to do the you-know-what commercial. Uh, that's right. You know, and I, I heard during uh, the first break, I believe it was this morning, a new Delta Dental commercial Absolutely. That, that is running. So, Being very creative. Yeah, very, very creative. Very creative. As you have always been over all the many years I've known you. Tom Raffio, President and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental, neat dresser, swell dancer, uh, loves kids, cats, and dogs, and uh, always Natalie attired on these Friday morning fun bunch shows, and the number one fan. We can mention it because it's the baseball season. Number one fan of Eddie, Eddie Popowski. Popowski. The five foot five third base coach for the 67 Red Sox. That is correct. I and, think we'll, and I do want to talk about the Red Sox after okay. break. Because All right. they're, they're so awful. We, we will do that. <laughs> we will do that. Right after these words, these important messages. Kale and Company continues on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Presented by Northeast, Northeast Delta, Delta Dental. Dental. We'll be right back. Company Live, WKXL, Friday Fun Bunch, Tom Raffio, President and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental, Kitty Ray, President Flickchuk, our producer behind the glass is Andrew Gibson, and Tom said during our break that he wanted to discuss the 2024 Boston Red Sox. I do, because there's nobody... That's a bigger fan. I mean, that I, is true. I've lived and died with them really since actually before 1967. But yep. that's kind of like the turning point. I was 10, and they had been a horrible team the f- prior few years, and then they, they had the so-called impossible dream year, and they won the pennant. And in those days, it was just one league, so they won the pennant, um, and then went to the World Series. From that point on, they've been pretty much winning regularly and then finally broke through in the World Series, winning four times at the turn of the century and was so happy before my father passed away that he saw them win a World Series in 2004. So from that perspective, you can't really complain too much about the ownership because they've given us two World Series. But four. Four. four I'm sorry, four. Four yeah. of them, yeah. Um, but, um, which is, and still, Ken, right, I, I still think that they're the only professional baseball team that has four World Series championships in yeah, this century. I think so. I think the Giants have three, three, maybe. Yeah, And yeah. St. Louis has yeah. two or three, yeah. um, and the Yankees one or whatever. But the whole, but it just seems like the last few years um, they've had more of a laissez-faire attitude. Um, and, of course, they're, they bought the Pittsburgh Penguins. They have a, 
uh, English soccer team. They've invested a lot of money in the in NASCAR, in, in NASCAR, yeah. and the and PGA. PGA three billion dollar investment in the PGA Tour. So they got a lot on their plate. Um, and I don't know what that is all about, <laughs> but, but you know. so the only thing, I mean, I think it was a good political move that they rehired Theo Epstein, and maybe at some point they'll focus them on the Red Sox and say, you know, try to try to turn this around um, and have Sam Kennedy report to Theo or something like that. But but it's been kind of disappointing. And the way I describe it, because my family, my kids, Matthew, my son, and his brother, Brian, and my daughter, Gabby, um, they're fanatical Red Sox, but it's like we don't care anymore, you know. Yeah, I think there were a lot of people in that same boat. Uh, but, you know, something sometimes... When you least expect it, uh, you know, something good might happen. And, and look at 67. None of us, Tom, you, you followed the yeah. team for a few years before 67, as did I. And no one expected 1967 the way it turned out. The Red Sox came within a game of winning the World Series after finishing a half game out of last place the year before. In a 10-team ten, ten league. Because right. remember the Impossible Dream album, they had yeah. that they had that fan go past years, what has been said, so far this is, seems like a repetition. <laughs> yeah, I think we're in for another letdown. Well, it turns out it wasn't a letdown. <laughs> Not at all. Under Dick Williams. I mean, uh, you know, I, I love Dick Williams as a manager. He, he, as and Jim Lomborg, along with the general manager Dick O'Connell, were uh, four of the huge reasons that that season, you know, was as, you know, uh, you know, unlikely, and and uh, the way it turned out, they were they were the four big reasons behind what what turned out. Yeah, Yaz, Longborg, Williams, and Dick O'Connell made yeah. some good trades, like getting Jerry A. Dear. Yeah, remember Norm Seaburn? Norm Seaburn Norm's, got a key triple. Remember that? Yeah. I think in his, maybe it was first at bat yeah. as a member of the Red Sox, and then later in the year. Uh, they picked up Ken Harrelson, Hawk Harrelson, when exactly. Tony Canigliaro, after he was beaned on August 18, 1967. You know, I can remember where I was. It was like it was as if, honestly, and I, I hate to compare the two, but it was as if a president had been assassinated the night that Tony C. was hit in the head by Jack Hamilton. Yeah. I remember the, the scene, and Rico, yeah. we, we see Rico at the golf tournament every year, and yeah, he... Rushed over, and yeah. in those days, I mean, Tony was wearing a helmet, but they yeah. didn't have the ear flap. Right, right, and that's uh, part of the reason they brought them in, uh, the ear flaps. Remember Bob Montgomery? He was the last guy. He did, he wore like a liner in his cap. cap. Yeah, yeah. Right. he was a catcher. Yeah. He had a <laughs> this little baseball hat, and then he had just a little liner. And, and then and the other the other funny helmet was remember Brooks Robinson? Like he, he didn't have a big visor. Part. Right, that's right. It was a very small visor. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I had forgotten small about that. Small visor. Yes, well, really. He, he used a helmet, but the, but yeah. it, but the the visor was very small. Yeah, like yeah. very short. Like it only protruded maybe a couple of inches or <laughs> right. something. Yeah, from from the helmet. I wonder yeah. why. Maybe, maybe I can see the ball better. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but at, at any rate. Maybe, maybe, maybe we can try that if it, if it stops protrusion. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. We can test that. We, we want to stop protrusion. <laughs> yeah, uh, so at any rate, I know Kitty Ray has something oh, on. Oh, yes. I'm fun. sorry. Oh, but, no, well, no, no, no it's okay. No. But, but we wanted to get this in yes. because this is going to be a fun event. It is. And for a very good cause yeah. as oh, well on, on Sunday. Right. This Sunday, um, the 
25th, in addition to the SAG Awards. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. At, is, um, uh, this is more exciting. It me. is. More exciting than the SAG? Uh, yeah, yeah. The SAG Awards. That's yeah. going to be later. And at uh, Chen Yang Lee's oh, right by Asian Bo. Restaurant yeah, yeah, yeah. in Bow, actually at 520 uh, South Street in Bow, they are having a flea market. And all of the proceeds and a... Um, you can bring your well. You can go into the flea market, but all of this, the proceeds from the raffle and the giveaways and whatever pancake breakfast goes to uh, to the breast cancer society uh, to uh, as a fundraiser to, for breast cancer. Nice. Yeah. Pink, so it's called Pink, Pink Sunday. Sunday. Awesome. Pink, Pink Sunday. Sunday at and yes. they have raffles and giveaways. It's eight a.m. to twelve noon. And they are having a Bloody Mary bar and a mimosa bar. And so, pancakes. And, and pancakes. pancakes. And pancakes. Pan- but, you know, as you know, I'm a huge supporter of making strides. I know. The walk and you notice October. I'm wearing I see pink, pink there, for and I'm this. Wearing, I kind of have a pink shirt. Yes. Um, and uh, it's one of the um, initiatives that I like to get involved with every fall with the, uh, the steering committee. And, of course... Dunk, right? Although yes. they conquered loss the other day, right? They, oh, they, my gosh. They have lost uh, two games in the regular season mm. now and uh, right now head into their final game of the regular season tomorrow night against Hanover. Senior night at the Everett Arena at 730, tied with Wyndham. For the top spot. Is it, who are they playing? Uh, they're playing Hanover. Hanover. Team that, uh, and Hanover's good. Yeah, right? Hanover is pretty good. And uh, Wyndham is good. And they lost uh, the other night at Keene, 2-1. Uh, to one. Although, you know, they had a tough game against Bedford Monday night, Concord did, that uh, they outshot Bedford in that game uh, by a margin of 51-15 to 15, uh, wow. against Bedford. And they won it one to nothing, And they lost in Keene. Uh, two to one Wednesday night in another game where they outshot their opponent by about a margin of three to one in that game. Wow! So they are so having they, trouble they, scoring goals. And yeah, but they've been getting uh, great the defense. last two games. Yeah. They've had uh, outstanding goaltending against them, and uh, that has been the difference in those le- in those. So last you calling two games. the game tonight? Uh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow yeah. night. Tomorrow night. Yeah, Good. we'll be on the uh, Concord Boys. Uh, Facebook page at uh, seven thirty, so we always look forward to that. And it's senior night; the seniors will be. Oh, it is. Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, last, that's all, that's last always home cool. Game. Yeah. yeah. But back to Pink Sunday. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's so important it that is. we uh, just. I mean, we focus on October making strides, but I think all year long, the, you know, the fun fundraising um, is important. And by the way, getting back to hockey, Wyndham. I've told you this, but our VP of HR, Ryan. King is his name is the assistant coach for Wyndham. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to I'm hoping that Concord and Wyndham, you know, make it to, uh, to, could f- well to, could to the final. Then I can enjoy and either from my perspective, either team can win right. and I'll be happy. Now, now Wyndham, uh, you know, Concord has to look out because they're playing Hanover. But before that, yes, at two twenty, at Tri Town Ice Arena, uh, Wyndham will be playing Pinkerton in their final Whoa. game. So Concord will know. Whether or not Wyndham has won or lost Ooh. before they start their game, and uh, Londonderry could sneak in. Londonderry, they're fourteen and three. Oh, in terms of the number one seed, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Londonderry is fourteen and three. They will be uh, uh, at the JFK Coliseum tomorrow to take on Manchester Central West Memorial at uh, four ten. So you could actually go to all three games. That one, would be fun. First in Hooksett, then to Manchester, and then to the Everett Arena. I you love high school hockey. Games. And, I do. Yeah. And they, the other thing I wanted to mention while you were on the topic of the yes. American Cancer Society. Okay. On Thursday, 
of next week, we are going to do a special show on Kale and Company uh, regarding the Relay for Life, uh, which is an event that's going to take place on June 1st. And we're talking specifically about uh, one of the events in Bedford. Uh, which will encompass the greater Manchester area and Concord as well. So uh, we'll be having a special show, uh, Relay for Life, on Thursday. And Kitty Ray will be uh, involved in that as well. Oh, my God, Kitty, this is great. So, again, my running friends, I hope to see you at Franklin tomorrow at 10, and uh, I'll see others at Mount Washington. And veterans, give me a buzz at 223-1300. You know, time flies when we're having fun, but I realize I did miss a couple Uh, segments. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Raffio, President. CEO Northeast Delta Dental, Kitty Ray, resident flick chick, who may be going back to the movies this weekend. I will. See the uh, documentary shorts that are up for Academy Awards. Isn't that weird? Documentary shorts. I just I have my documentary shorts on today. I was going to (laughs) say. Sounds a little. mm, (laughs) Too much information. We'll be back Monday morning. Thank you very much for joining us. We hope everyone has a great weekend. Thanks to our producer, Andrew Gibson. And remember, folks to always look on the bright side of life and this program is presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Have a great weekend everybody.